Your news programme every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Well, good morning to you and... Hopefully you've had a great Chuseok. Hopefully you've got to try a few different activities. It seems during every traditional holiday here in Korea, some of those um, heritage sites that you might visit would have offerings like trying out some activities. Maybe many of us don't get an opportunity to actually try out Korean folk wrestling, but this is an activity that is strongly associated with the celebration of Chuseok. And on the line to explain more, we've got Professor Christopher Sparks, of the kinesiology department at Yongnam University, but also the author of the English language book, Shirum, The Living Culture. Good morning to you. How do you, and good morning. Great to have you with us. What is this association then between Chuseok and, and Shirum, or folk wrestling? Well, uh, when you look at uh, pre-modern societies that uh, practice agriculture, usually they would have, um, <clears throat> depending on the environment, they would have a, a harvest celebration. So in Korea, Chuseok is the fall harvest. And uh, after the harvest period, you know, you have parties, you have people gathering, and you have an abundance of leisure time starting. And so in pre-modern Korea, people would play Sirum uh, at that time. But as the country modernized, and uh, as we see in other cultures, those timings, uh, you know, those historically important events, they, they keep the same kind of timing and the same kind of schedule. So that's why we still see that today. But Shirum is a lot more physical, isn't it, than some of the other activities that would have filled that time? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Korea is one of the few, <clears throat> the few instances where we have uh, a type of wrestling that takes place as a, as a festival activity. And we can see that um, it kind of, it, it's unique because historically in the culture, more value is placed on education than physical activity. But Shirum is kind of that exception within uh, in Korean society. What are the major techniques or aspects of it for anyone who's not actually witnessed it? If you've never seen it, the most important thing is that uh, the wrestlers wear a special kind of belt, and they hold on to the belt during competition. And the objective is to make your opponent fall down or to touch the ground from the knee up. And based on that, they use a series of arm leg and uh, torso or chest skills to knock the other opponent over. Uh, but importantly, it's also considered to be nonviolent. And this is very uh, unique with the philosophical aspect of it because there's no punching, there's no kicking, there's no headbutting. Any move that would actually injure your opponent is, uh, is, is illegal. And um, the concept is that you can promote social bonds and you can have a good time and make a good show for the audience and everybody can enjoy it by being peaceful, by being non-violent. What other sport would you most compare this with? Uh, would Japanese sumo wrestling, for example, be the, the nearest comparison? Uh, you know, a lot of people reach for sumo because it has that regional closeness to it. But uh, with Shiram, when we look at different cultures around the world, there are many, many places that have belt wrestling or have traditional types of wrestling that are similar to this. So Japan is one. Uh, we also see this in China. We see it in Mongolia, Turkey, uh, even Switzerland has something similar to it. Okay. So Physically as well, 
the, the participants aren't anywhere near as large as uh, sumo wrestlers, and, and uh, maybe that's healthier for them. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it's definitely, that's definitely better for those guys. But the, the physical side of it then, what makes the perfect or ideal Shirum competitor? You know, uh, guys that have a large frame, that have a good, um, you know, good wide shoulders, not necessarily tall, but wide shoulders, wide hips, um, and sometimes being low to the ground is actually better. But uh, being overweight or being too large impedes your ability to move well. So you have to be kind of robust. And a lot of these guys, they look like bodybuilders, uh, but they're not. That's just kind of naturally how they develop your training. Through training. So actually... Maybe those of us who, who care about our physique and want to do something active could benefit from doing some shiram as, as it's not really that harmful either if there's not really a benefit from actually harming your opponent. Oh, no, I think it would be a great idea. I think, uh, you know, if you, if you train for it, the training would be uh, excruciating and, and probably on par with uh, some of the most intensive training regimens we see people doing for fitness. Uh, and then on top of that, the competition really you get to be closer to people by playing with them. Mm. For anyone listening now who, who does their regular workout, what might they be able to incorporate if, if it was just one or two things that, that could be vaguely similar to a Shirim workout? <clears throat> yeah, I think um, any activity where you have to uh, like pick up a medicine ball or pick up a heavy object and then do one of these uh, carries or dashes with it, that's pretty typical to what we see the uh, athletes doing is they they rarely use industrial equipment it's all kind of naturally based so they're picking each other up and carrying each other or they're uh, pushing and resisting against each other for training exercises so some of them are actually partner driven training as well can you explain for us chonha jangsa chonha jangsa is uh, literally that's the uh, champion under heaven uh, when i translated in the book i i right grandmaster champion because i think it's a little bit more natural in connotations what it would be in english but that's the big annual championship that's the uh the champion of champions as it were so that is the ultimate what every shirim star would be hoping to aspire to are there are there shirim stars though i mean are these guys doing this all the time or are they you know in the office most of the year and and coming out at chusok time to do it we have uh, we have one professional team that uh, survived the 1997 IMF crisis, and then we have a handful of semi-pro teams. Those guys are all doing sudom as their primary em- employment or primary activity. And then we have a lot of amateur teams as well, too. Now, those guys have day jobs, and um, they're probably not going to make it with Chana Dongsa, but the professional or semi-pro teams, they definitely do. And um, within that, that's... That's the ideal. I mean, if you receive that title within the community, you become a celebrity. And within people that know about Shittim, you would also have that same kind of status. Some of us will have experienced this watching on television, but would you advise anyone who's got a passing interest to to check it out in um, person? Absolutely. Um, I, I actually make it a point that when I'm going to a competition, I try to drag people with me that have never... Been and, and never seen it because when you watch through TV, you're trusting the producer and the cameraman to sort of show you things. But when you're there in person, you can interact with the people around you. You can see things that you don't see on television. 
you can talk to the wrestlers. I mean, they're all right there, and everybody's really friendly. It's a very social experience, whereas on TV, it's, it's definitely a media experience. It's different, and it's good in its own way, but if you can go, you've got to go. And I'd like to do that. Where would we do it? Can you give us best advice? Uh, well, if you're around, you know, during the holiday, this Chanajangsa is in Sangju. That's uh, not too far from the Daegu, uh, Daegu area, maybe about an hour outside of that. And if you can't make it to this particular competition, there are regular competitions that go out throughout the season, throughout the year, and you can find the schedule for those on the association website. Um, it's all in Korean, so you, if you don't read Korean, you might need to get a friend to help you. But the schedule is there, and uh, it's a good opportunity to travel and maybe see parts of Korea that you wouldn't otherwise ordinarily go to. Okay, can I just clarify what date that Chana um, Jiangsa is then for, for this the, season? The dates for this Chana Jiangsa, uh, the preliminary activity started on the 24th, and it concludes on the 28th. And there are several days uh, that usually run from about 3 to 5, for the televised aspect, but the competitions, the parts that aren't on TV, they start around 11 or 12 each day. Okay, thank you very much for that. A any thoughts on um, globalizing Shiram to, to bring more appeal to it? We talked before about, for example, sumo, which is the popular comparison, even if it's certainly not the only one, but it has this global appeal. Why shouldn't Shiram have a global appeal? Well, I think when it comes to the uh, management of a sport, you know, there's a lot of complex infrastructural issues that have to be dealt with. And part of that is sort of getting things organized and settled at a national level. And once that's in place, then you can really look at sort of international marketing and, and advertising. The big challenge for Serum is uh, getting things out in English and increasing the profile through, I think, uh, media that's more accessible like Internet. So if, for example, if you went to YouTube right now and if you searched for the Korea Serum Research Institute, you would get about around 30 videos that we've uploaded that go through techniques and history and things like that. Mm. So these steps are a good start, I think. Okay. And obviously maybe incorporating a little bit of medicine ball into our daily workouts as well. But, I mean, do, do you actually notice through YouTube, you just mentioned actually a, mm -hmm. a, a trend that started. Do, do you think this is something that's actually snowballing? There are a lot of people that are recognizing how this really does represent a traditional uh, part of Korean culture that has been modernized and has, has grown into something new and, and does represent the country in an important way. Mm. They're recognizing that, and, and when they see it for the first time, I think they want to share that. So we do see more of that happening on YouTube. Professor Sparks, best of luck with all your efforts and your interests in this. I'm sure you've inspired a few to check out your book, Shirum, The Living Culture, which is available so. in English. Yes. Even if not all of the aspects of this fine sports are Professor Christopher Sparks there out of... Yungnam University. And we'd love to hear your thoughts about this or how you've been enjoying Chuseok, what you're planning on getting up to. Maybe you'd like to share some tips with our other listeners. You can email us EFM this morning at gmail.com. You can text us as well. Pound or sharp 1013 for 51 per message. Get your local and world news right here on This Morning, 7 to 9, Monday through Friday.